Welcome to season two of No For Real, the podcast. I'm Melody. And I'm Leisha. Thank you for choosing us and listening to our off-air convos on air. Without sugarcoating, we'll offer a fresh perspective on the raw realities of growing up in this generation. Once again, we'll be talking all things real things. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Hi, guys. Welcome back to No For Real, the podcast. We're what episode is this episode 14 14 and it is our season finale for season two yes thank you guys for listening of course like yes supporting yes this is also leisha's last episode with us yes yes i'm really first of all yeah i'm really like appreciative of all this like i love this and i'm still gonna be around obviously i'm still gonna be listening and doing music and stuff so yeah but thank you guys always for listening and yeah i'm excited to see where it goes yeah so you guys can check out her music page obviously um it's just leisha raquel right on instagram yeah and you have songs i'm assuming that are coming out soon yeah you can uh i have a spotify profile now you can go check that Ooh. out I'm on okay SoundCloud. so i'm not all on an instagram post for you guys to find yeah yeah Okay, so what are we talking about today? Well, today we're talking about, um, I feel like this one is a bit more, the, I, the last two episodes have been more, not all over the place, but we've had a lot to say. Yeah, we have. <laughs> this one is, I f- like closing off this season like this. So we're talking about boundaries with parents, um, pressure of beating the clock, um, and things that we're grateful for that our parents have passed on to us. So mm-hmm. do you yeah. want to start off? Yeah. So I think in like the recent, maybe in the past year or so, at least for me, I've noticed, like I'm starting to notice that my parents are just people, like our parents are just people, like just everyone in general. Like, and I've realized to just hmm, not stop looking up to them. That's not what I'm trying to say. But just to realize that there are things that, you don't have to accept um, everything in the same way you did when you were a child, when it was mm-hmm. like, you know, like if my mom is right, my mom is right. Like if she says this, then it's this. Yes. I know I was always like, I still am sometimes. I'm like, if my mom says it's yes. right, okay, I'm good. But you really do have to start thinking for yourself. I feel like. Thank you. Yeah. I 100% agree. I feel like when you're kids, you put your parents on, so they are on a pedestal because you honor them and you respect them. Yeah. But you also take everything they say seriously. Like what you just yeah. said, if my mom said something, <laughs> my mom said it. And that was the final answer. There's no other way to look at it. But growing up, you, cause we're also like exposed to different people and going through the school system, you meet new people and even getting a job, you meet new people. And it's kind of like, you've now, you have to develop your own way of thinking Because you start to realize, hmm, not everything my mom says is right, actually. Yeah, exactly. And I think part of it, if you're looking at from there, I'm not a parent, obviously, so I don't know. But like, you know, like you you ask your parents something when you're a kid and then whatever they say, that's what you believe, right? But you don't take into consideration that you're their child. So they might say what will make you happy, what will make you feel secure in the situation. They Mm -hmm. might not say what is going to what is true, but what might also hurt you, they might not, you know, depending on how your parents are, they might not. So when you're a kid, you're not taking that into consideration. So you're taking everything what they like say as true and as fact when, yeah, I feel like you can't always do that. And that's just something I've been kind of learning. Yeah, I 100% agree. And I also feel like parents can learn from their kids. Yeah. Um, because I don't like to call people old, <laughs> but because they're <laughs> older, their mindset is still behind. So I feel yeah. like when I say learning from your kids, I'm not talking about kids that are like eight years old or <laughs> even high school kids don't really know much. Well, you still, you okay. can argue, but I get what you're saying. What you're saying. Yeah, you can argue. You can argue. You're not always right sometimes. Parents are not always right. Mm-hmm. But in high school, I still feel like, well, for me personally, I had a lot to learn and I didn't know a lot of things. Same, yeah. So yeah. I feel like now when I turn let's say when I was 17, 18 years old, I started my mindset. Some of the beliefs that my parents had, mine started changing just a little bit. Mm. 
and I would express those beliefs or whatever it was to my parents. And I feel like they should take that into consideration. Mm -hmm. I think it's good for parents to learn from their kids. Yeah, I agree. I think even just the way like our generation is very like um, open and very like we don't tolerate mess well depending on what you consider mess but like yeah we don't um like we call things out and we're not uh, really afraid to correct people I feel like and I feel Mm -hmm. like our parents are kind of learning from that like how we think about like certain political issues how we think about absolutely talking about things how we feel about vulnerability like it's very different I think absolutely even an example I can give right Mm-hmm. Um, when I used to like work at the grocery store, for example, I hated it, like <laughs> hated it. And my dad was like, it doesn't matter. Like you can just work here until like you graduate and then you can go get a real job. But one day I just went in and I quit. I didn't even tell him. And then he noticed like I wasn't going to work. He's like, why'd you quit? I'm like, I don't like it there. He's like, are you going to quit everything you don't like? I'm like, yes, <laughs> I come first. No, but- no, I, I, Yeah. I think there's nothing wrong. Well, we'll get into the, this later about how it's like different for our parents and, and us. But yeah. yeah, I think there's nothing wrong with doing like. It doesn't mean that you're a quitter. You know what I mean? Like you're mm-hmm. putting your like well-being first. And I remember like that job was stressful for you. I remember. Yeah, so, yeah no, yeah. like one thing for me. I can use as an example between me and my parents, I value peace of mind more than anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So if something is bothering me, I will leave the situation and they're not like that. Like let's use a job for example. My parents would not do something like that, but yeah. I'm just like, I'm sorry. Like yeah. I thought first, you know, that's the, yeah, that's a, yeah. I think we pri- prioritize more like our, ourselves, like as people Mm-hmm. And I feel like parents, well, they're thinking about so many things. So it's not even about yeah. that. I think they prioritize structure and, and seeing like seeing some type of tangible outcome rather than focusing on how they're, how they're doing, like how they're feeling about all this. Like, yeah, I think it's yeah. a big difference. And like even talking um, about um, what's it called? You were just saying something. Structure. Oh my God. Um, parents really like to see the end goal but I guess before we talk about that we can just talk about seeking validation from our parents yeah yeah Yeah. um that's like yeah I think sometimes I tell I can't even think of an example because it doesn't it's not like it happens often but I tell my parents something like I I'm telling them because one I'm excited but two I want to see what they say so that almost like they can tell me it's okay or not like subconsciously so I'll say whatever and then like you know if you don't get the reaction you want then you start to feel like oh like they're not really about it they, they're not really support it but sometimes it's not even that sometimes it's just like you have to accept that what you're saying sounds ridiculous because that's just not how they grew up like this is not what they're used to seeing not at all and I wow. 100% agree. When I was younger, I really, really wanted to be a pop star. But because I was mm-hmm. younger, my parents, obviously, like, they helped with that. They would put me into things. They never, unless I was too young to realize, but they didn't look at me like I was crazy. It was almost as if they wanted that for me. Mm-hmm. But obviously, getting older and realizing, I guess, after a certain age, they think that you're supposed to be more serious about life. Like, that was yeah. a while ago. <laughs> yeah. Not to be serious. So whenever... I have like, there's a lot of things I'm interested in. And whenever, let's say I find myself going to my mom a lot and I'll have to like bring it up Mm -hmm. and I'll watch to see her reaction. And like, let's say sometimes it's not the reaction I was expecting and I'll kind of feel a way about it. But it's like, why do I do that? I realized my whole life and it's not their fault. Mm -hmm. I think it's just me. I've always been seeking validation from them. And I've always wanted to make them really, really proud of me. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like they've had they have a lot of expectations for me compared to my other siblings. And it's probably just because I'm one of the oldest. So I've always felt the need to fulfill everything that they've wanted for me. But you can't do that if it's not what you want for yourself. Yes. I feel like it's 
it will lead to a very like miserable outcome if that's the only reason why some people are blessed and their parents yeah. like what they're doing and they like what they're doing everyone's happy that's fine you know but mm-hmm. if you really like if you really hate it I can just see it being so miserable and sad because so you're only miserable. doing it for their like a lot of people well go ahead go ahead what are you gonna say no I was just gonna use a funny example you know so like <laughs> my dad father is a funny person um <laughs> sometimes when we watch like the COVID updates and stuff he talked about one day he's one random day he's like oh when you become health minister uh-huh. I'm like excuse me <laughs> I've never, because my dad is really interested in politics Mm. and my mom's really interested in, I don't really know, but my dad really, Mm. really loves politics. So he's like, oh, like you can be making decisions. You're there. Your voice is heard. I'm like, I I understand that you've wanted to be like a politician, but I'm far from that. If anyone Mm. knows me personally, I would never, (laughs) ever be a politician. I remember telling him, um, I'm sorry, sir. Like, I'm never going to be in politics. And he's like, why? Yes, you are. Don't say that. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, even like, okay, so my mom and I started watching Jane the Virgin. Shout out to anyone who watches the show. It's a good show. But so in the show, she's getting her teaching degree, but she also loves writing, right? Like, she likes writing novels and stuff. And so I'm at the point, I'm in season one. So hopefully, like, no one spoils it. But she got a teaching job. She offered. She got offered a teaching job, and they would give her maternity leave and all that. She's pregnant, and it would pay well. Or she had the decision to write on a TV show, which is like more aligned with her passion stuff. And so she picked the TV show, right? She turned down the stable job, and my mom was like, "Should have taken the teaching job." And that's just like because. You know, I think parents really just want to know that their kids are going to be okay. Like, I don't think that they don't want you to pursue your dreams. I just think they want to know that you're going to be able to sustain yourself. Yeah. And that goes into the whole um, parents have to see the end goal thing. Mm -hmm. Um, My mom, for example, she won't really understand the process of something Mm -hmm. like let's use for example someone's kid wants to become a NBA player let's use Mm -hmm. that example and they're playing basketball every single day your parents are going to look at it like okay whatever like he's playing for fun yeah but they won't really be like oh my gosh like you want to be a basketball player until they're literally drafted until that point yeah I think insecurity yeah Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, I don't know what it's like with sports, but yeah, like even just in the arts, like with music and stuff, at least from what I can see, like I don't have that much experience or anything in the fields, but like from what I've seen, music is such like a process. It's not like a one result thing. Mm-hmm. So your career is literally the entire process. And I think it's hard for people to see like your career is not this pinnacle you're going to re. It could be. But a lot of it is that time that you're building. Like, that's part of the career. So I think it's hard for parents to see that because there's no tangible results. There's no, okay, you're going to get this amount by this age. There's not, you know. Yeah, they don't They don't know that because there's not a set salary. Like, even um, I can use the podcast, for example. Mm-hmm. I really, really like podcasting. Mm-hmm. But obviously, my parents think um, – it is like it's start- it is a hobby at the same time. I do need a break from the other things that I do. Right. But I don't think they would take me seriously if I said this is something that I wanted to do mm. like later still. Like right now, they just think it's me just having fun and talking for the sake of talking. Right. But I think they don't realize how people like build careers off of this. Like yes. and a lot goes into and a lot goes into it. Like it can be a career, like, you know, but I think it's it's hard. Obviously the technology plays a big part in that. Yeah. I it's, think they can't see it. A lot of the jobs that we have now, like the options we have now, they didn't have then. Back then it's engineer, teacher, lawyer, doctor, what's the other one? Nurse. Yeah. Like I'm even realizing I was talking about it the other day that there's a lot of jobs that you don't know exist oh until my gosh. Yeah. high school. The other day I was like, if I knew this existed, I probably wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. Yeah. 
So, because I only knew about, honestly, I, I can be honest, I only knew about like doctor, lawyer, the typical ones that you know about teacher. Yeah, it's it's true. I guess we'll get into that about education because that kind of goes into that. But before that, though, yeah, like I think, yeah, parents, they don't see the end goal. But I think it's also important to realize like, you know, especially I think with immigrant parents, maybe if they were adults when they came here, it's like they didn't feel as much of a choice, right, to experiment with careers, career options and stuff. So I think we're the kind of the generation where we kind of get to do that depending on the circumstances Mm -hmm. a lot like some of us are fortunate to be able to experiment with what we want to do with our lives Mm -hmm. so I think it's different for them in that way they're just not used to it because they're used to doing what they had to do in some cases doing what they had to do to provide whereas we have free reign basically exactly and what you just said about doing what they have to do to provide um Mm -hmm. I know a lot of other kids that are like me or like both of us Mm -hmm. where their parents came here when they were adults so obviously they value they really do value education they value stability because coming from a place where they're not stable but not in a good sense like entrepreneurs can sometimes be unstable in terms of Mm -hmm. they don't really know what they're making every day but it's for them it's kind of like um depending on where you come from, it's more so like being like broke, poor, like not in a good state. So mm-hmm. they want us to have security and want us to know, okay, every year, this is what I'm making. Like, that's right. what they see. And so I think it's just, that's why I say, um, you still value, I still, I still respect immigrant parents yeah. because they don't know any better. Right. And I still feel like, I feel like a lot of other immigrant kids, not immigrant kids, but I don't know what I am. First, second generation, whatever. We all value, we feel obligated to go to school. And I say obligated, yes, that is the word that I'm going to use because it would be a slap in the face not to go. It's a slap in the face to our parents. Yeah. I couldn't do that. I, yeah, I will say like, yeah, I feel, I feel more obligated now, not even because of, Okay, so I've always been someone that liked structure, right? Until mm-hmm. literally in the past few months, I realized maybe I don't like structure as much as I thought I did. But yeah, I've always been someone like I knew I was going to go to school and stuff. Like my parents didn't have to force me to do that. But yeah. when I'm thinking about like like grad school and stuff, I'm like, okay, I think there's more of an expectation there from my parents. So I do, I do get it. And I know there's stories of people literally just doing it for their parents' sake like literally just getting their degree and leaving the entire (laughs) field you know it's hard I understand a lot of people get not a lot of people but the ones that have to get their undergraduate degree and be like okay here mom and dad this one's for you and I'm (laughs) gonna go do what I need to do there's a lot of people like that in my family but they're doing like so well right now and they do what they I feel like when you love something it'll work out I honestly do I do. I obviously work has to go into it. Like that's a given. Yeah. A hundred percent. I feel like when you love something, you won't have to worry about the money. It'll come. That's what I'm. Yeah. I feel like, and a lot of people like who have jobs that are more like, not like, I don't know if that's a word, untraditional. Like sometimes, yeah, they might be working part-time somewhere or whatever, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But I do think some people need to put in all their hours into their passion to make it work. It's different. Some people might need to work part-time and do what they're passionate about. Like mm-hmm. it all depends, but yeah, I do agree. Like, I think it, honestly it will work out if you love it, but even if it doesn't work out the way you want it to you're you as a person, I think will feel a lot better than just doing something. You that have you don't. peace of mind. Like I know, Obviously, I haven't even reached that stage yet, but I just understand what it's like to hate where you're going every Mm -hmm. single day. And I'm not even trashing nine to five jobs, even in the whole nine to five field. Let's say you're doing a nine to five job that you don't like. Mm -hmm. I'm the type of person to go do the nine to five job that I do like. You do. Yeah, exactly. I can't. I can't be. Or at least that you don't hate. Like if that's what it comes down to, at least something you don't despise, like, you know, Yeah, I can't do it. (laughs) It's crazy. I've heard like stories of people who are like on YouTube now. Like I think there's, I don't know. I can't remember his name, but he left the NFL 
the NFL. He left the NFL and now he's making content podcasting with his wife and stuff. They both do stuff together. That's the NFL. The NFL. <laughs> I think they like a couple. I think it's Kadeen and someone. I don't remember his name. Hmm. But yeah, they do stuff now. I think they were on TV like as news anchors. And like, yeah, he left. And it just goes to show you can have everything you like you thought you wanted or everything people want for you. And you're still not going to be like and happy. Even, um, even, yeah, the whole like creative industry and the arts. There are a lot of actors that didn't want to be actors. Their parents put them in that stuff. Mm. And then when you see them now, they are nowhere to be found. Mm. And a lot of them, I actually found out that a lot of Disney actresses and actors are in uni becoming lawyers some of them are nurses this one the one girl from wizards of waverly place because okay. their parents are the ones who wanted them to be actors and actresses they didn't want that for themselves mm, yeah i think that's why i can't remember but i think i carly when it ended i think the girl who played carly went to uni or something mm-hmm. i don't know if it's because her parents forced her though but it just reminded me of that. <laughs> yeah like yeah it's true you have i think a certain part of you has to at least like it. I-, I can't say love it because honestly, the way this world is, I don't even know if that's possible. I'm not gonna lie. Like I don't know yeah, if I to love a job they love, and it sucks. I feel like it should be that way, um, but that goes into yeah. I don't even know. That goes into something else. <laughs> but what we what you said about oh wait, no, we'll talk about parents first. Investing mm-hmm. in child's like future and stuff. I think that's really good. That's something I appreciate, I would say, for me. Just, like, they were open to putting me in, like, ballet and swimming and piano, voice. 100%. Um, I would say, like, because I wanted to be a singer when I was younger and I wanted to do a bunch of other things, my parents really did invest into that stuff. Even when there was a time I wanted to be a professional swimmer Mm -hmm. and they put me in swimming lessons for a long time. Like they really did invest into like my passions. And I know some people aren't able to say that. Like Mm -hmm. some people say like their parents were literally like it's school every day, all day, all the time. Like Mm. that's what it was. But I had the opportunity to like um, look at other things, be a part of other things and I'm very grateful. I think the one thing I'm most grateful for is even piano because that's mm-hmm. something that I actually really, really do love. Yeah. And yeah, they do yeah. that. They do, yeah. And like even what you were saying earlier when you are saying there's a lot of jobs that we just don't know about, that mm-hmm. we don't learn about. I just feel like the way education is, like I just wish, I think it is making improvements from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wish it wasn't like, I wish it was just a bit more catering to kids and not just this old way of thinking. I wish it was really catered towards the actual it people learning so much updating, so much updating. There are so many things that I, I feel like there's things that we don't learn in school that we have to learn by ourselves and so many things. I'm not going to say there are some things I see in the school system that have value. Like Mm -hmm. some of the subjects, I feel like you do need to know a little bit of history, Mm -hmm. but I, if I had to choose between putting a history class or a class where you can learn about property tax mortgage, I'm pretty sure there's one that's holds more importance than the other. Yeah. Because that stuff gets thrown at you. I haven't like, like I'm not ready for that stuff because I don't know like you know I'm learning through like my parents and what other people say like you're learning through word of mouth you're learning as you go I don't know I just wish it was more catered towards like what like in some subjects it's not really about what you're learning about but it's how you're learning it Mm -hmm. and skills you're learning through it so sometimes like you know it's about time management or it's about um peer relationships within the classroom like Music is really good for that. Like you're because you're performing in front of people, you feel vulnerable. So you start to feel empathy towards the person, blah, blah, blah. Like there's a lot of that. But I don't know. I just wish it was more. You know what I'm trying to say? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I just wish. Even when it comes to the whole we don't know about a lot of jobs, it's because the school system kind of only shows you a few of them through the subjects that they teach us. So you don't really know that there's other things. And that's why I feel like they should update it with the times. Like, I feel like kids now should know that. I mean, some people, some people might fight me <laughs> on this. I feel like 
kindergartens, you know, when you have a kindergarten graduation, they ask you what you want to be when you grow up. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the kids will tell you doctor, teacher, lawyer, because mm-hmm. I used to go to those kindergarten graduations for all my siblings. Mm-hmm. I feel like kids should know about other things that exist. Like I want to be a photographer or mm-hmm. a director, movie director, a writer for like a video game. I feel like they need yeah. to know this because you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. And even like with uni, like it's it is more, I guess, focused because you're you're studying whatever you're studying to get your degree. But there is there are things that like it doesn't automatically set you up for success. I feel like a degree and I feel like and sometimes our parents do think like think that and that's like it's understandable because, again, it's structured. But uni doesn't always prepare you for that you know like you you can read all the books and do all that and it's great like it's great that stuff is great don't get me wrong but I don't know the way the world is moving I don't know if it can a soul like just solely a degree can like prepare you I don't know I don't think so at all like with a lot of things I don't think so when the thing with university is it's a matter of study and be tested and it's (laughs) study especially now yeah uh research and write an essay like that's really all it is you're not prepared for anything like the first time you go to whatever job you decide to go to after you're learning it uh at that moment in time and I don't think that's very helpful especially the amount that we pay for it but (laughs) do you ever oh go ahead go ahead no I was just gonna say that a lot of the things I study as soon as the semester is done I don't know yeah yeah same like I think Uni, it teaches you how to think, depending on what you're taking. Like some things are about critical thinking. It teaches you how to think about things in a deeper way, mm-hmm. right? It teaches you how, how to research and, and that's great. Do you ever feel like though, like, yeah, like you, you have all this knowledge now and, but I don't know how to like do simple things, things that would come across as common sense. I feel like I have to think more about those things than the things I'm reading in my textbook. 100%. So I feel like I'm getting smart. Yeah, quote unquote smarter, sure. But when it comes to like street smarts, I am lost. No that you say that because even yesterday evening during dinner, I was saying, I know that I'm like really, really book smart. Mm-hmm. I am not common sense smart. And I don't <laughs> think I'm stupid. Like, obviously there's certain things I know. But I am not common sense smart. I'm not street smart. Right. Like I like certain like courtesies in certain professional settings. They don't teach you etiquette in certain settings. Like even first year, how to craft an email towards your professor. Now I just do what I used to do. But like just I wish I knew more like, you know, life stuff. But I guess that's for us to learn. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I just feel like I know all this stuff about books and I don't know anything like about life necessarily and it just kind of sucks like especially like if you're living on res like you would want that guidance about living on your own and providing for your own needs so yeah it sucks even filing taxes like at my big age my mom files it for me and that is all that i go i go to the the thing like the place i sit there i listen and I leave. Like, I don't know what's, like, going, I don't know on. what's going on. I'm just told this is the documents you need to bring in. Yeah. I give it to my mother and my mother gives it to the person. I don't like that. Yeah, I wish I knew. Like, yeah, I just wish I knew. And then, like, learning about, like you mentioned, like, property tax. Like, just saving and general finances in general. Like, I am lost, yeah. you know. But maybe there's just some things school can't teach. I don't know. Maybe we expect too much from school. Um, yeah I think we do and I just wish our parents kind of understood because for them and so obviously it's not their fault but education to them is the key to life no education you're poor no education no house no education nothing like Mm -hmm. they always say that I don't think that's the case yeah yeah I don't think it's the case either it's just it would need to be updated a lot, I think, to prepare us fully for what's going on. But I also think maybe people in the education field are learning with us as we go through. Because the world's always changing. And especially now, like, it's just even more at a rapid rate. So I feel like they're changing at a very slow pace because it's just so sad that even recently, the whole academic applied stream. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's a lot. A long time ago, because it affected a lot of people's lives till today. Yeah, there's so much like we kind of talked about in the last episode, too. But like, there's so much history within like the way schools were were set up and it's just like I don't even like you literally have to burn the whole thing down and start over like you we can't just continue and make little changes here and there like I feel like it literally has to be yeah bottom up yeah but I don't know how I don't know how they're gonna go about that but But, um, moving on yeah um something another thing about my parents I'll say is their timeline what they think how they think life is supposed to go at certain ages. Like at a certain age, there's a time for everything. Mm-hmm. And I just don't feel that way anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel that way too. I don't, I wouldn't say I feel pressure from my parents specifically. I think more so maybe what I thought, like my younger self, what I thought I would be like at 25 and 30 is different to what I, I think that. I'll be like at 25 and 30 now. Like I remember in high school and stuff, like, Talking about getting married at 30 to me was like a nightmare. Oh, my that, God. <laughs> like, that sounded like an absolute nightmare to me. I know. Now, I mean, if that's what it is, that's what it is. I just realized I'm in no rush to do that because that's a lifetime commitment. It's something I should be taking seriously. I am not in any rush. You just... <laughs> You don't just get married to get married. <laughs> <laughs> no. It will collapse if you do that. You can't just get married to get married. There. That's not how it works, guys. Yeah. Even, okay, we can even use this as an example because Leisha and I have known this known each other since high school. Mm-hmm. But there was a time that Melody wanted to be married at no, it was I want to be engaged at 23. Oh yeah. Get at 24, 25. <laughs> and kid at 26 that's a nightmare to me now like I would never I would never try yeah no I remember that I but I think I think I always thought 27 28 get married 30 have kids honestly yeah if I get married at 30 I won't be surprised and one thing my mom always tells me is like there's no rush with kids because even if you are a bit older when you have kids, the better, like the more you'll know, the better you'll be able to raise them type of thing. hundred percent. My mom, I guess it's where they grow up because mm-hmm. my mom started having kids at a young age, but she just thinks the other day she made a funny joke and she's like, Oh, in five years, you'll have your first kid. No, ma'am. <laughs> Absolutely not. Five I just, years. kids, Especially when I get to babysit, for example, mm-hmm. I get so relieved when I get to drop that kid off at home. <laughs> I can't imagine having a kid that you're stuck with because you don't have a choice. I get so excited to drop the kid off at home mm-hmm. because they're and the, that kid and you are together for life. So everything you do affects them and you have to take them in consideration forever. I'm talking about kids like there's not a husband there, but right, know. right. Yeah, They're, like, mm, yeah, I feel like kids, there's no rush. Baby fever is not really a thing for me anymore. <laughs> like, I look at a kid and be like, yeah, kid's cute. But I know the mother is stressing, like. So stressed. I, no, I feel like, I don't know. This could be self. I don't think it's selfish, actually. It sounds selfish to people like my parents, for example. But I'm like, I want to have my, I want to establish my career. There's nothing wrong with um, growing with someone, but we'll talk about that after. I want to like establish myself and know what I'm doing with myself and know that I'm working towards my goals. I want to live by myself at some point, if possible, before I like combine myself with somebody else. And then, because that's forever. Yeah. And I feel like, say you live to 100. 20 to 30 years old is only 10 years of your life that you gave to yourself yeah 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 because it's the only time because when you're a kid right you're li- everything's under your your parents or your guardians right so yeah. when you're independent in that way like living on your own like I feel like it's very important at least for me like I really hope to do that because I need to learn like who I am on my own by myself I want to learn who you are inviting someone into that because I think it can get messy honestly if you 
do things too prematurely in that way. Yeah. Um, depending on circumstances, of course. Yeah, I agree. Some people are able, to, some people get married really young and then they stay yeah. forever and that works out for them. Or some people, the first time they moved out and had a house was with their partner. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Right. Like only God knows what happens, like mm -hmm. what happened with me in like 10 years or 15 years or whatever. But I just feel like where I am now, like the whole thing we were saying about growing with someone, you can grow with someone, both of you grow together. Mm -hmm. But for me personally, I feel like I need to know what I'm doing. Cause let's say if I'm not really sure what I'm doing or I haven't really reached my end goal yet and I add someone else into that equation, my life will start diverging, like start looking like theirs. I'll try to like complement their lifestyle. Yeah something I ever had planned for myself and I guess it could be a good thing but for me that's not what I want yeah yeah that's what I'm saying like it depends honestly it depends on the type of person you are like I see both like I see when people say you're growing with people because mm -hmm. I mean at the end of the day like you and I are very young so like you know anyone any situation now we're going to be growing regardless yeah so I, I definitely get that I do get also being wanting to have something for yourself before you get into it um for me I kind of look at why I think I need to have something before I do before mm -hmm. I like you know get into a relationship or whatever it is it honestly depends it honestly depends there's no one way to do this life thing so it depends yeah. I don't want to ever because there's a lot of things that I want to do I don't want to ever be like, because I got married too early or because I had kids too early, I wasn't able to do this and then resent that person. Because yeah. I feel like that's what it would be for me. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to feel that way. I feel like I need to not get everything out of my system because you can still do it with that person. Yeah. But I think marriage and kids, being boyfriend and girlfriend is different. Yeah. Marriage and kids <laughs> is you have to account that person to your life style boyfriend yeah. and girlfriend do whatever you please okay? yeah. like, <laughs> not let you do something because I don't know what you think you are but mm -hmm. you're just do what you need to do right but, yeah, yeah. I yeah I just in the recent like months I've just been like yeah I'm not I'm not in a rush to like get married as much as I used to be like it's too much and it's not if I know I'm not ready like there's no problem with that. Like, there's no age um, that you it was to. for me. It wasn't even me being excited to get married at 24 or whatever I thought it was. It was me excited to have a wedding. A wedding is different from being married. Mm. That's what I look forward to. I can say that I am excited to have a wedding, not mm -hmm. be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. I think for me, I'm more excited for like the good times, but I'm not considering that it's not always going to be like peaches and cream, you know, <laughs> like, so yeah. I still have to come to that realization. See, I'm still immature with that. So I still feel like um, a marriage is every day you guys are both like, I know there's challenges, but I don't envision that for myself. Right. And that's how I know I'm not ready. Yeah, same. I don't, I think everything's going to be fine. Like, what do we have to argue about? Like, yeah, like I'm wondering, like, what would we be arguing about? Like, you can't just walk out and leave when you're married. <laughs> when yeah. Set, so, yeah. Yeah. But the timeline is hard. Yeah. Kids, even timeline for grad school, we were kind of talking about how, like, things are better in small doses. Do you want to, like, talk about that a bit more? Yeah, so I feel like we finish high school. Some people take a gap year, and I feel like those people are more ready to enter uni. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they are. But um, as soon as we finish high school, we all go to uni. Keep in mind, high school to uni, it's not like now when we get the four-month break each semester. You get the two months, and the two months fly by, and you're thrown into this new life. That's so true. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. Yeah. You did not have time to grasp. For yeah, you didn't have time to grasp. Okay. And then as soon as you're done, they expect you, as soon as you're done undergrad, they expect you to now go to, um, it's just expected of you. It's not even asked. Like you're expected to continue your education after undergrad. Mm -hmm. And I know some people, the people who do want to do it, I would even suggest if you are really, really tired, like I am right now, <laughs> 
I know that I'm going to go, but I'm starting to come to terms with the fact that you don't have to go right away mm. because I always felt like, oh my gosh, how am I going to be 25 and still in school? Like, I didn't like that idea. But then I realized it doesn't matter. Like, I know people who are doing their undergrad now and they're going to do their PhD when they're 40 or something. And that is completely fine. Like, do it at your own pace. Absolutely. Like, there's nothing you don't have to rush much things in this life because (laughs) what clock are you beating? Like what there's no time, like there's no reason for anyone to rush things, especially something like education. Like, like you said, like burnt being tired. I know for a fact I'm tired. Like I know for a fact, I, I don't feel like I have a lot of academic power or whatever left in me. So I'm realizing, yeah, like, Things are better in small doses, even little things like Melody and I were talking about just waking up on a regular school day. I always feel like I have to wake up, do what I need to do for those eight hours or whatever, and then shut everything off. No breaks, right? That's what I always think. That is the worst way to do it for me. I'm starting to realize things are better in small, small doses because I'll go crazy. So much better. I still believe in time management because I don't know, I'm just that type of person. So let's say, honestly, I'm unhealthy. I preach mm. this, but I don't practice this. I tell people, because I don't want everyone to, I don't want people to be burnt out. So I always tell like my friends when they ask me for advice, like study for this much and then close your books. Mm. But I can't do that. And that is why I'm tired. Like I've never been so excited to finish school in my life. And I thought I was going to be doing this for another eight years and there's no way. Yeah. Absolutely no way. No, literally. I've always like I've never loved school a lot, but I've always like liked it. I always thought it was fine. Yeah. I always kind of appreciated the structure. <laughs> and yeah. it's not it's not there anymore. Like I literally I feel like the school system has taken everything out of me. It's, it has. I feel like you I don't know how to say this. Okay, so I know some people who took a gap year from undergrad before they go into like teacher's college, for example, and they hated the gap year. But that's because I guess they're just preparing for grad school. They're not doing anything in between that time. I know for me, I'm still applying, but there's a part of me that wants, I don't know if I want to say that. There's a part of me that wants the opportunity to take a gap year. Mm. Because I need to rejuvenate myself. I am actually tired and I feel like I'll appreciate it more because people like us who have like other hobbies that we're interested in, that is the perfect opportunity to put all your time into it because school feels like a full-time job. Yeah. Oh my gosh. School is a full-time job and it's just like at the end of the day, you know, you might have other stuff you want to do and it's like you you don't even want to. And that's the thing I don't, I hate that. I've gotten there a few times, I won't lie, where school has just tainted my image of everything. Like, I literally don't, I don't want to do anything, whether it's creative or not. Like, I've literally just wanted to sit and do nothing. And I'm really trying to not let school make me see everything as bad, because that's what it feels like sometimes. That's, like, I don't want to do anything. Feeling like, for me, like, I'll definitely say, um, what, with school, it's hard for me to, like, balance, like, the other things that I'm interested in. So then it just ends up me just being in school. It makes me really depressed. I won't lie. Mm-hmm. But I, whenever I have an opportunity to have a break, like obviously I take time to rest. But what I'm looking forward to is putting time into the things that I like doing or the creative things that I've been planning on doing throughout the whole year. I wish there was a way for me to do both at the same time. But I'm just not fortunate enough that I can balance different things at the oh same my. time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I agree. I'm not, I'm not good at having my foot in so many things at one time. Like, yeah, yeah. it's hard. It's hard. Full-time student is not a joke. It's not, it's not a joke. I, that's why I'm so excited to be done. Yeah. So excited. And I think that's why, sorry. Um, I think that's why there is no timeline but I think when I think about the timeline, I'm thinking about I still don't want to be stressed and writing essays at this age just because I'm really, really tired of school. Like, yeah. I understand, 
but there's a certain age that I don't want to be thinking about school anymore. That's just me. Yeah, no, for real. I like I'm like mid to late twenties. I'm in my head, I'm like, I don't want to ever like do school again. But I mean, oh, no. if it means I don't know, it depends. If it means that I'll be in a better head state, then sure. Like some yeah. like one of my cousins, like she like did it like she didn't like math, right? And she said as she got older, like she was fine at it. Like, you know what I mean? So I think when you get older, like you start to build skills. Maybe we're just not fully developed yet. I mean, they say we're not fully developed until 25 or whatever. So maybe it's that. I don't know. But from my point of view now, I don't want to be doing this in my 20s, my whole 20s. You know, this is the best example because what you just said about the math thing. Mm-hmm. From first year, you remember I hate hated physics. Yeah. I told myself, you know what, next semester, I'm not taking part two of this class. I need a break. I'm like, I can't do this. So I took it in third year and everyone was like, oh, you should have just taken it and got it over with. And I'll just say like, I did really bad the first time around. And I'll say this semester, physics is one of my highest marks. Oh my gosh. I took, I took the break from it. I, I think if I did it that semester, I still would have been the same mark. It still would have been bad. Mm. Yeah, see, exactly. Small doses. Like, you, not everything has to be done right away. I get it, though. I get wanting to get things over with. But that's a perfect example. Like, you never know what will happen if you just step away. Yeah, sometimes you really need to step away from something and come with a different headspace. Yeah, that's something. I, this is really, like, like, small. But even working on an assignment, like, if I'm taking a break, I'll close all my tabs on that break so that when I come back, I feel like I'm starting over instead of leaving all the tabs open. Cause then I just feel like I'm coming back to what I already started and I'm in that same headspace. I don't know. It does like a mental thing for me. Maybe anyways, I that. Yeah. yeah. That's just like a little tip. But so yeah, we just want to talk about some of the stuff like we're appreciative for. I know like we talked about our parents and stuff and yeah. we, Obviously, we realize that we're different from our parents, but there are things of value as well that we kind of want to take into the future. So did you want to go? Well, I guess I'll go first. Yeah, I'll go first. But for me, like I think a lot for some reason, I think a lot about like my future kids and specifically with like my faith. Like I really I want to be able to show them not by like preaching to them, but just show them how to live out their faith. So I'm very conscious of that, I find, in my everyday life. Like, okay, if I'm not living this way, like, how will I expect my kids to, you know? So whether that just be, like, not um, stressing about things and and praying and being open about it. Even, like, in church, you know, when they raise their hands and stuff, like, I've always been scared of that. Like, I don't really do that. (laughs) Gosh, me too. Don't do it. And my mom is, like, she's, honestly, she'll do it. Like, she doesn't care, right? And I'm just like, wow, like, I wish, you know? So I just want my kids to know it's okay, you know, to actually openly like praise and like be thankful and yeah. Yeah. So yeah. No, I 100% agree. Um, another something I'm grateful for, even when you're talking about like kids, is that I feel like my parents did set me up for success. Mm-hmm. I feel like extremely, extremely grateful. They've given me a lot of opportunities that I feel like other people might say that we're spoiled, mm-hmm. but. I don't, they've given up a lot to give me so much. And I want to be able to do that for my kids as well. Like my parents were not selfish. Yeah. They were not. Yeah. I'm grateful for that too. Like, I think my parents never had that mentality of like, okay, I struggled. So you have to struggle too. You have to go through everything that I went, like, that was never a thing. I'm very grateful for that. I'm very grateful that they're, they're, they're pretty like, open like I said earlier they put me in a lot of lessons and stuff like they invested in me yeah financially but also like interest wise they've always Mm -hmm. been very like um open to that so that's something I'm me too I'm very I'm very grateful for that I feel like um yeah they just set me up they want everything to be easier for me Mm -hmm. like not that it's easier compared to themselves, but easier compared to they'll say my mates. That's what they'll say. <laughs> yeah. But I want things to be a lot easier for me. And I don't consider that spoiled because I do acknowledge that what they do for me, I acknowledge it and I'm grateful for it. Yeah. So. Yeah. They honestly, they want what's best for us, even if 
what's best for us is different in this day and age. I think they still, at the end of the day, they do want to see you happy. Like they want. That's why I say, like, when it go, we go back to the whole validation thing. Even though I'm always seeking validation and I might not get the reaction that I want, I know at the end of the day, even if I go with whatever I choose to do, they'll still be happy for me because I'm happy. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing I'm realizing. Like they honestly want you to be happy. The way they go about it might differ, but they really just want you to be happy. Yeah. I'm grateful for that. And um, another thing that we're grateful for, I think both of us is our parents' reverence for God. Yeah. I think, um, uh, how do I put this? Yeah, I think they, um, the way that they are just open, they openly praise, they're not ashamed, they don't sugarcoat things. I think yeah. sometimes that can become like normal in this day and age. Um, but I think one thing I appreciate about our parents is that an older generation, not all older generation Christians, but yeah, I think that they have a certain respect for the they faith. Have, they, they have respect. That's what I appreciate. Yeah, and I feel like they really do let it, like, guide their lives, you know, so. Yeah, and they pass it on to us, and I'm hoping to pass that on to my kids as well. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I really like this episode. I hope you guys liked it too. Yeah, I hope you guys liked it. I'm sure it's pretty like relatable. Like I think most people our age can identify with several things in this. hundred percent. I agree. I agree. I hope you guys liked it. If you have, I always say this, like if you have any comments or like anything, I love to hear that. Those of you who are still in the States, yeah. <laughs> I still don't know who you guys are, but you know, whenever you're ready. Yeah. Reach out. Maybe like, I don't know. Maybe we could do like a Instagram thing. Like you could ask questions. I don't know yeah. if that will get people talking, but just yeah, reach out. Like NFR the podcast on Instagram, Twitter. Yes, and make sure to check out Leisha. I'll make a post for that so you guys can check all that out. Yeah, and yeah, thank you guys for listening once again. Yay! Okay, Yay. bye guys. Bye guys.